0: You're listening to the Positive Change Podcast, and today we're talking about the importance of purpose. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Dr. Richard Harmer, developmental psychologist and personal transformation coach. For more than 20 years, I've worked with individuals and organizations focused on liberating potential. I believe that humanity is in the cusp of a radical and inspiring transformation. A positive transformation grounded in hope and possibility. By choosing to pursue your passion, purpose and potential life can only get better so let's talk about the importance of purpose this question came up for me after a conversation with two friends exploring the difference between meaning and purpose in life and my insight from that conversation was that meaning is a past orientated understanding we're looking for inherent patterns or markers or milestones in our life to help us understand that we've made progress that we're on the right track that we're doing the right thing so in a way meaning is coupled with both time and direction where i'm at in relation to where i thought i would be But purpose is a little different from that now i really like the work of Viktor Frankl, and for those who don't know Viktor Frankl, he was born in Vienna in 1905 and trained as a psychiatrist and neurologist. He was in the field at the time of existential uh, therapy. Viktor Frankl was also a Jew, and in the Second World War, he spent about three years in various uh, concentration camps. The most notable was Auschwitz. And whilst in Auschwitz, he really came to understand the importance of purpose and meaning as a way of enduring extreme hardship. And he he wrote a book and published in 1946 called Man's Search for Meaning where he outlined his theories and processes around this and a particular approach to therapy called logotherapy, so meaning therapy. There's three main components at the heart of... Franklin's, Viktor Frankl's philosophy. And it's, in essence, every person has a healthy core, has a soul or a spirit or a core that is unwaveringly healthy and positive. And our work in life is to strip away those things that distract us or take us away from our healthy core. The primary focus in life is to enlighten and enliven each person to reconnect with their own inner resources and to provide them with the tools they need in order to connect with and live life through this inner core. And a third component or key tenant of Franklin's philosophy of logotherapy is life offers meaning and purpose. It doesn't owe you a sense of fulfillment or happiness. It's more than that. Life is more than satisfaction or fulfillment and happiness. It's, it's about the pursuit of Meaning. Now that doesn't mean that life is easy all the time, but it does mean that life is meaningful. So, what does Viktor Frankl say about meaning with logotherapy, and and how do we pursue meaning and purpose in life? But he would say that we pursue meaning in life by doing work, or creating, or feeling a sense of accomplishment around a task, whether it be a small one or a great one. It's experiencing something fully and loving others fully and it's an attitude toward adopting a focus of progress even toward unavoidable suffering so this notion of purpose and meaning is a movement towards something and a willingness to engage in that which is uncomfortable or unavoidable suffering in service of that purpose. It's a change towards something. And we then make many from those experiences. But if life itself has moments or periods of unavoidable suffering or heartache, why would we continue to pursue purpose? Researchers at the University College in London analyzed a sample of just under seven and a half thousand UK residents and asked them a range of questions around social, health, economic vibrancy, physical activity characteristics. And that research concluded that in general, individuals with a high sense of meaning making in their life, that is looking backwards at what's occurred to them and understanding that it was all for a reason lived healthier and had a greater sense of well-being than those who thought that past experiences were done to them. You know, that same study followed people over a period of time and found that the more worthwhile people found their own life experiences, the more meaning created in life, the more purposeful in life. my PhD... One of the key factors that came out when I looked at spirituality and what are the fundamental beliefs or ways of thinking about our spiritual or religious practices and why do we do them, it was all about finding meaning and purpose in life. That sense that when we ask ourselves the question, do I feel like I have a unique mission to fill in life? Is my life meaningful and does it have purpose? Do I have a sense of peace in my life? Do I have goals and aims in my life? Do I have a personal vision that goes beyond immediate circumstances to include making a positive impact on the world around me in ways greater than what just serves myself? All these questions are around having purpose and direction in life. A way to go. And that future direction, that sense that whatever happens or whatever's coming my way, it's for a purpose, it's for a reason, allows us to foster our own sense of hope beyond simply getting by in life. I'm often asked in my work with people, how do I know that I'm living my life on purpose? What does it feel like? So I ask the question, if you'd already lived your life, on purpose. If you've already fulfilled your life's purpose, how would you know? And people respond in a whole range of ways, but the, the key themes here are when you ask somebody how they would know that they've lived their life on purpose, they will say things like, I'll feel a sense of peace or tranquility. I won't feel the need to strive or to hurry or rush the way that I do now. I'll have a sense that everything makes sense. That even if I don't know fully what's going on in my life in the here and now, I know that theres it's all for a reason. There's an elegant order in how things are. I won't doubt myself. I won't worry whether I'm doing the right thing or whether I'm acting the right way, or whether I have what it takes. I won't wonder whether I'm good enough, or worthy enough, or lovable enough. I'll simply know that I am fully worthy, unconditionally lovable, and always enough for whatever occurs. So, that, those considerations of tranquility and peace and enoughness are the foundation of knowing that we have connected with what Viktor Frankl referred to as our healthy core. That unwavering steadfastness of ourselves that has us know that we're heading in the right direction. Now, sure, life itself may be difficult at times, but there's a sense of inner tranquility that has us know that we're on the right path. We're heading towards our own unique true north. So then the obvious next question then becomes, if I don't know what my life purpose is yet, how do I find it? How do I set about intentionally discovering what my life's true north is, so that whatever happens in my life, I can orient myself towards that aspiration. Now, in order to answer this question, how do I find my life purpose, I need to dig in a little bit into developmental psychology and outline the cycle of how each and every one of us learn and grow. And there are four stages or four steps in this process. When faced with a new situation or a new experience we've never had before, then we, our first point is to become open and receptive to it, to allow that new experience into our world, into our identity, emotional, mental understanding, as well as our physical surroundings. And we receive it in to better understand what it is. Step number two is once we understand enough about what that experience is for ourselves, we move from being passive or receptive to it to becoming more active. We start to apply that understanding in a way that has us work out how we do that thing. Step number three is we start to notice how doing that thing or applying that new understanding or having that new experience both affects ourselves and affects the world around us and the people around us. And we start to build a sense of connectedness or collaboration or reciprocity, maybe even a sense of mutuality. You know, you and me, we're the same. We're having the same experiences. We're discovering this together. And the fourth Step is when that thing that was once outside of our awareness that we became aware of and we started to apply and then we worked out how do we do it in relationship with our life and the people in our life becomes ingrained into who we are, part of our beingness. It's us and that thing are no longer separable. And that's the fourth stage, that sense of integration between ourselves and the other thing to... A sense of oneness. So when people ask me, how do you find your life purpose? Based on developmental psychology, there are four primary pathways. The first pathway to finding your purpose is based on this idea that your life's purpose is given to you. In essence, your purpose in life is provided by an external person or an entity or a significant life event. Me personally, this is how I found my life purpose. It was a weekend in 2003 and I woke up from a dream that felt so vivid that it was real. And in that dream, an external entity, my subconscious maybe, provided me with my purpose in very vivid and clear detail. Other people might find their purpose through the practice of spirituality or religion. For example, in Christian faith, promoting and living God's purpose is all about living with love. In a Buddhist tradition, by comparison, it It's an invitation for each one of us to end our own suffering and the suffering of others. But we might also have a significant life event where something occurs, like a near-death experience or a significant change in our life circumstances that has us question everything we understand life to be in order to find a new way. 2020, for example, was a pretty significant life event around the world and had many of us call into question whether what we were doing in life is what we wanted to keep doing in life going forward. One of the common factors in all significant life events is an irreversible shift in one's current ways of thinking about oneself and the wider world. This shift in our mental model opens us up to a more broader and inclusive understanding of our own significance or insignificance in the world. The second pathway is actively seeking to discover your life purpose. So in this way, it's not about us receiving our purpose from some external event or circumstance. It's about actively creating and pursuing activities will help us connect strong with our purpose. At the core of this second pathway is a sense of personal agency. That is, a willingness to take initiative and engage in new tasks or activities that open us up to new experiences. This sense of personal agency is coupled with a strong self-belief that one's own capabilities are enough to deal with whatever uncertainty we face. And it's also this ability to stop and reflect and to create meaning and understanding about what's occurring in our life as a way of better understanding what we want to occur in our life going forward. In that way, it's about understanding whether we're getting off track or on track with living our life aligned with our healthy core and changing our direction when we realise that we're not feeling that sense of tranquility, peace, unconditional love for ourselves and others, that sense of enoughness. The third pathway is being in partnership with life itself and recognising your life purpose is revealed to you through the living of your life. Stephen Karcher, the author of the book The Elements of the I Ching, or the Book of Changes, states that there's a difference between saying, I will find a way to do what I want in life, and that's in essence pathway number two, and there's a way for me and I want to find it. Pursuing this third pathway to finding purpose is all about discovering your life's natural flow, the way of your life, and following that towards the realisation of your unique life purpose. Intuition is incredibly important here. This intuition of asking yourself questions like, when do I feel most alive? What am I when I feel most curious about? When am I most in my element? What about my immediate physical and emotional world continues to capture my attention? These Useful questions help us to understand whether we're living our life in ways that keep us open to life's signposts, those ever-present signs that illuminate your pathway towards finding and living your life purpose. For example, it could be a line in a poem or a chorus in a song that is just that signpost at just the right time to help us know whether to choose pathway or option A or option B. And it's also recognising your own unique strengths, character and virtues and what you stand for and your values and beliefs and continuing to cultivate those in your everyday life experiences. And in so doing, knowing that your life purpose is being revealed to you by the very nature of how you show up in your own life. And then, of course, there's the fourth pathway, and the fourth pathway is that you are your life purpose, and there's nothing to pursue, there's nothing to find because it's already here. It's this paradoxical pathway of the pathway of non finding. You know, in other words, it's understanding that you are your life purpose and living your inherent true nature, your healthy core, as Victor Frankl would say, is the purpose of life. And as a consequence, any Striving to understand or cognitively seek out your purpose is in fact taking us further away from being our life purpose. And in this way, even though you might not actually be clear of your life purpose at times, your unique life purpose is always clear about you. You are always living your life purpose, even if you're not consciously aware of it. In other words, you cannot not live your life purpose. So there are the four pathways or the four ways of finding purpose based on what developmental psychology says about how all human beings continue to grow and evolve. So if you're already living your life purpose, now what? Well, if our past is a way of understanding whether we're living our purpose. Then reflecting upon our past and looking for examples for where we were in flow, where we were, had that sense of tranquility and peace and I am enoughness are all part of knowing that we're living our purpose. Paying attention to those signals and those experience markers that have us know that we're heading in the right direction. It's having a set of guidelines for how we want to live our life in a way that's aligned to the experiences we most want to have because it's our experiences in life, more or less ease, to simplify that, that are the greatest markers for whether we're living our life on purpose or not. And the ultimate how-do-you-live-your-life purpose is to trust in your infinite potential and to know that you are enough for whatever you may face in life, whatever hardship might be on your short or longer-term horizon, you are already enough for it because you wouldn't be presented with this challenge if you weren't ready to overcome it. I was chatting with a colleague of mine just before Christmas and asked her what she was working on at the moment in terms of our own personal growth and development towards having a best life. After she said to me, hang on, let me just do a quick self-inventory, which I found absolutely hilarious, she gave me five topics she's working on. So next time, we're going to talk about why we find it so difficult to move on from our past negative experiences. I can't wait to dive into this topic with you. Until then, head on over to Instagram and direct message me, at Richard Harmer, and give me some feedback and suggestions for what you'd like to hear more about as you pursue your life's potential. See you on the next episode. Take care and bye for now. Did you know that most people are only somewhat satisfied with their current life and less than 5% of people wouldn't change a thing if they had their life over? I believe that everyone deserves to live their best life. That's why I've created a brand new online program called the Five-Day Positivity On-Demand Challenge. This program is designed for you to inspire you and to support you to stay unstuck as you discover new pathways towards flourishing in your life. The best thing is, joining this five-day challenge is absolutely free. To register to join my next challenge, simply visit www.richardharmer.com forward slash positivity challenge and sign so up today.